Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Oh! <laughs> Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? And this is Throwback to School. Welcome! to your podcast where we review things we liked in high school. The we is composed of me, Liza, your favorite crabtastic host. And with me today is also your other spongy-like human. Andrew. Bob Square Pants. (laughs) Andrew, how are you today? I'm great. Cool. How about you? I'm good. You're good. I'm good in the hood. You're good in the hood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're recording in the morning. Yeah, it's an early record. It's um very not huge. It's not huge. I kind of like it. It's kind of nice. I feel very like ready to record. Kind of. Oh wait, what's that? What's what that is noise this? happening? Oh my god, I love this song. I love this song. It's so it you cannot not move in your seat or in your just standing. Whatever you're doing right now, move it, shake it. Plus, did you know what the song is called? Booty. It's happy birthday. It's happy birthday by Stevie Wonder because we're recording on Liza's birthday. What? Stevie Wonder. That's my Stevie. favorite. That's always my go-to. Anytime I want to play a happy birthday song for someone. They should have just when like the uh oh gosh, I already forgot their names. The two two old biddies that own the rights to Happy Birthday, the song. Oh. Um That's owned by someone? Yeah, it was like two I can't remember their names. Mm. It was like a punchline for me for a long time knowing oh. their names. Betty White and her Betty White wife. and yeah, wifey white. Um <laughs> They should have just played this instead. Yeah, this song is so much better. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Um, I'm, a, I'm a fresh, fresh late 20s. <laughs> fresh. The freshest late 20s I've ever seen. I heard two people yesterday make her comment about, you know, that weird joke that people do that I've seen people do with other people. So if someone is oh, turning yeah, an, an age that is like in their 40s or, or older, mm-hmm. they'll make a joke about like, you don't turn 21 any day. Am I right? Like they make a joke about like. Haha, ha, you're turning a young age, I guess. Uh-huh. Two people that are on the older scale of life made that joke to me. Uh-huh. About how like, haha, ha, you're turning 12 today. Oh boy. Or haha, ha, you're turning uh, you don't turn 21 any every day and uh-huh. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> Um, do you want to know some facts? Okay, so it was Mildred and Patty Hill. I remember it now. Oh. Um, now that I looked it up and look, made sure mm, I had thank it right. Thank you, um, Internet. Did you know that Happy Birthday is the, uh, according to the 1998 Guinness Book of World Records, is the most recognized song in the English language? No, but it makes sense, right? Yeah. I like, guess I would. Who doesn't know that tune? It's that in Thriller, I think. Really? No. Mm-hmm. The other one is followed by For He's a Jolly Good Fellow. 
No. Yeah. No. This is 1998. You have to put yourself back in the your shoes when you were 1998 when everybody's either humming um happy birthday mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm, <laughs> or they're humming that to mm-hmm, themselves mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah when you're walking down the street and that's all you can hear people humming <laughs> when you're like in the shower yeah you're like deep in thought happy birthday or happy good fellow yeah what about a christmas song what about a christmas what about the christmas song like um the one that i like with the word jolly in it have a holly jolly Christmas. Yeah, that's the best one. <laughs> I think that's number three, probably. If we yeah. looked it up. <laughs> that's the seasonal one that mm-hmm. everyone likes yeah. or knows. Yeah. Anyways, it's your birthday. Happy yes, birthday. Yes, thank you. Um, how do you feel on your birthday? I feel great. I love birthdays. Um, I don't. I know a lot of people that don't care. I don't get it. I love my birthday. I always make a big deal of it every year. I don't give a shit that everybody don't give thinks a shit. that I'm being a princess. I treat myself. Princess. I have parties. Uh-huh. Sometimes multiple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm a, I'm a summer birthday, so I think it's easy to have fun. Especially, summer gal. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. Always bright and shiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... It's easy, I think, to have, like, fun on your birthday when it's during the summer Uh because there's, like, more stuff to do and you can do outside stuff and inside stuff. Today is not very nice. It's going to be raining, but that's okay. I'm going to go get my nails did and I'm going to go have a nice dinner. I don't know what we're doing. It's a surprise dinner. I'm pretty excited. By the time this podcast comes out, I will have known what I've done. Yeah. And I can't wait. Wowee. (laughs) Wowee. <sighs> yeah um so we're recording this morning uh-huh. we were trying to uh pick a a, a timely themed mm-hmm. thing sort of so we decided to watch something and it's something that you liked in high school correct perhaps something that one would watch in the morning correct which was spongebob squibbing what uh, yeah, you texted me with the idea of let's do like a breakfast and cartoons. Yeah, thing. like a Saturday morning. Yeah, like a That's Saturday I morning. Thinking. I I honestly couldn't think of what I was eating for breakfast mm-hmm. when I was uh, a child, but a lad. I almost brought what I um actually not what I ate in uh, for breakfast in high school, but what I wish I was eating in high school, which was because I eat it now. <laughs> okay. My mom was big on like not. Like there wasn't any sweets in our home because she, her argument was always like, oh, I don't have extra money for that. When Uh really, I think she just didn't want to like, because she had other things that she didn't mind spending money on. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just like a good excuse to just like not have any garbage food in our home. Unless it was like an occasion or my sister was like visiting from college or something. She'd Mm -hmm. buy a big old bottle of Coca-Cola and that Uh was like the treat. Uh Um. But and then for breakfast, I would always want the like most sugary brand name cereal. Okay. And she would just not wanting to buy that. And I always felt very disappointed with that. So uh-huh. now as an adult, I always buy like cocoa puffs. Uh-huh. That's I'm an adult. I'm in my late twenties, you guys. And <laughs> um and I eat cocoa puffs for breakfast. That's I don't give lovely. no shit. And I almost brought Cocoa Puffs. Wowie. Just because, and then I did it. 
That could have been a nice surprise to go with the pancakes that we ate. Yeah, those pancakes you made were a, a bomb. Oh, thank you. With some berries and some syrup. I go Phew. all out. They were all very perfectly golden the same color it was very homogenous wow Thank you. i'm usually very bad at making pancakes in terms I don't of like believe shape that. and fluffiness i'm not kidding they're usually not that good so but you, you make breakfast often you make breakfast for dinner sometimes i do correct what's your go-to go-to for breakfast or dinner yeah because you offered me pancakes or waffles and mm-hmm. i didn't pick and you picked pancakes. picked pancakes is that your favorite Usually, I we usually do waffles. Mm-hmm. Jillian, my wife, prefers waffles. My wife um, prefers waffles to pancakes, so we usually do that. Mm. Um, but I think I like pancakes better. I also think I like pancakes better. Yeah, there's something about the waffle ratio mix because it's slightly different than a yeah. pancake mix mix that you can taste the the thing that makes it rise more. Mm-hmm. The eggs baking. Oh. Is there more eggs in waffles? Mm-hmm. There's no eggs in these pancakes and there is eggs usually in waffles. Because I was thinking it was like there's more baking powder or, or Could be baking soda, one of them. Whatever the thing that makes it rise mm-hmm. to make it fluffy, you can feel it more in a waffle than hmm. in a pancake. Hmm, Maybe it's because they're taller. <laughs> yeah, I do not like tall breakfasts. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> My breakfast got to be short. <laughs> In length and height, <laughs> as in time length. <laughs> anyway, we had beautiful, bre- um, oh, beautiful pancakes, mm-hmm. and we watched some SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Um, I think I've seen some episodes a long while ago, but yeah. I hadn't watched it recently. SpongeBob was something that it came out when I like it started in 1999, so it started when I was in high school. When I started high school, 99. Yeah. I think it's still airing to Whoa. this. Maybe not because I think uh, Ted. Did Ted Kenny die? Oh, no. Uh-oh. This is a cartoon show, 30 minutes of length. There's usually two stories Tom per Kenny. episode. Yes. And it aired always on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. This is 20 years. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa-wee. Almost as long as The Simpsons. Just half. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, and... I don't know why I thought Tom Kenny died. He did not die. Mm. Is he still working on uh, SpongeBob SquarePants? Um. Uh, yeah, he. It says he received a daytime Emmy for his performance in 2018. So as of 2018, he's still doing it. He's the voice of Bob. He's the voice of old Bob. SpongeBob, Bob, Bob. Um. Is there really a premise to SpongeBob? I was trying to think of this, like, to explain what SpongeBob is. SpongeBob is, it. so it takes place underwater in a uh, town called Bikini Bottom. Uh, SpongeBob is, in, is a, a sponge who is friends with a starfish, his neighbors with a squid, works for a crab. Um, there are many characters throughout the he show. He has a that, pet. He has a pet snail who sounds like a cat. Mm-hmm. Um... And they have a friend who's a squirrel they have that wears a, squirrel. a like a scuba a scuba suit. suit. She, it's a, it's more like water. a space suit, right? Yeah, um, yeah. They, I, I, there's no real premise to the show except they just have adventures. Yeah, just adventures. It's, it's your classic it's a cartoon. situational comedy. What? But with no laugh track. Phew. Oh, thank God! Imagine if they were doing laugh tracks for cartoons. 
I feel like they've done it. No, they did do it because Scooby-Doo at one point had a laugh track. Why? Yeah, it's it's so bizarre. It's such a... And it's so dumb. Like, you... <laughs> It was obviously canned laughter. Yep. They didn't have There's no, people sit in the seats, watch a cartoon, and what if record it was a car- them. What if it was a cartoon audience? Um, I feel like we could have a second podcast where we... It's like the people that talk about aliens all the time oh but instead of aliens conspiracy conspiracy theories about tv about cartoons what if this is what they were doing (laughs) and then just create yeah i mean aliens are real whoops yeah the illuminati made this cartoon show and actually if you look close i'm sure you know what i'm sure that i'm sure that's a podcast out there yeah do not want to no steal someone else's shade. thunder for no sure. Shade. Nah. No shade. Um, so SpongeBob is about him and his friends just having misadventures. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about the um, what made you watch the show back in high school? So we watched what I think was to me the first episode I saw, which is Something Stinks, um, which is about uh, SpongeBob wakes up and it's Sunday and decides, of course, he's going to make a Sunday for breakfast and he mm-hmm. has no ingredients for a Sunday. So he decides to throw together what he has, which is ketchup, onions, and peanuts. And the peanuts is actually, he just throws in his peanut plant that he has growing in his bathroom. And so he puts them all together, makes this disgusting concoction, makes his breath stink, and he apparently can't smell his own breath. So he goes around to town. His only agenda for the day is to say hi to everybody. And he goes around, and everybody runs away from him because his breath stinks. And his friend Patrick doesn't have a nose so he thinks it's because spongebob is ugly and they go to or they go around town they go to a movie patrick is mad at everybody for for being mad at spongebob for having stinky breath he thinks it's because they think he's ugly so they're he thinks they're shaming him spongebob gives patrick a bite of his sunday makes patrick's breath stink and then they figure out it was the sunday and not not that spongebob was ugly the whole time and you know what's great what Patrick. Patrick. Patrick is definitely my favorite one. That's so um my dad used to would come home and like see me watching SpongeBob and obviously SpongeBob's probably not to his taste, but he would call him Mr. Sponge oh. was his title for SpongeBob. And so I just figured he didn't know anything about the show cuz he'd say, "Ah, oh, you're watching Mr. Sponge." <laughs> His name's SpongeBob, Dad. Uh, and then <laughs> last name Squarepants. And so I'm watching SpongeBob probably on like a Saturday or Sunday, just in the afternoon. I'm watching on the TV, mm-hmm. and my dad walks in. He just goes, "I love Patrick." <laughs> That's awesome. So I like, love Patrick too. But like, he can't even get SpongeBob's name right. He keeps calling him Mister Sponge. But Patrick, he really glommed onto. So he just walks. Because SpongeBob SquarePants didn't even—he does not deserve your dad's full attention. He doesn't deserve his adoration. <laughs> it's only Patrick. Patrick is the shit. He's Patrick's such a pretty, good friend. He's a good friend. He's mm-hmm. very funny. He's very funny. I love the. I'm a, such a sucker for like the doofus best friend. Yeah. Oh, he's especially dumb. There's an episode where Patrick's parents are coming into town. Mm-hmm. And so in order to impress his parents, he makes SpongeBob pretend to be the dumb one. Mm. But he goes too far and like really lays into SpongeBob for being dumb <laughs> to the point where like hurts SpongeBob's feelings. Yeah. So he bails. And then it turns out those were not Patrick's parents. They're just 
two people who kind of look like Patrick, and so Patrick's real parents show up, and these two, and he's like, "Who are you two? And they're like, "Oh, we're Denise and so and so." And oh my god, they didn't have a son at all. They just were also dumb starfish. <laughs> Take that, starfish Take of the that. world. Yeah. Yeah, that that episode we watched that was the first story, and then the second story is uh, about um, SpongeBob works at the Krusty Krab, which is you know like a McDonald's mm-hmm. analog, or Ivers, or an Ivers if you want to stay local here in Seattle. Um, and so it's a fast food restaurant owned by Mr. Krabs, and <clears throat> Mr. Krabs hires his daughter on. His daughter decides to turn it into a trendy restaurant, but she's trying to get fired the whole time. And so it's about her sort of bossing everybody around and turning the restaurant into something that it was never meant to be. Do you think it's um, disgusting that they serve crab patties at the crab shack owned by your crab? I think it's, I think they're just called crabby patties. It's not. Oh, but they're not made made out of crab. crab. Yeah. That's just, it's like a whopper. Yeah. It's not made of. It's not made of chocolate with uh, (laughs) malt balls inside. Yeah. Yeah. You wish. God, I wish. (laughs) Uh, hey, at least that's vegetarian. <laughs> I could eat it. Maybe you could eat a crab patty. You don't know what's in there. I don't know what's in them. Mm-hmm. They could be beyond meat. Could be beyond say. Could be beyond beyond say. Oh my god! You know what? Like beyond meat. <laughs> like their their stock went up really fast when they went public. I bet they have the money to hire Beyonce as a spokesperson. They could call her Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Do you think she would do that, though? <clears throat> For, she doesn't need the cash. She doesn't need the cash, but it is pretty funny. It's a pretty funny play on words. Yeah, but do we know that Beyonce is... That's not... I don't think that's Beyonce's up, up her humor alley. Have you seen Austin Powers 3? That was but that was before Lemonade. She's a new person now. Oh, Lemonade changed everything? <laughs> I'm beyond humor now. Beyonce. But Justin Timberlake did those buy tea commercials. That's true, but... But he's a silly boy. Yeah. He does like Lonely Island stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's different. Dear France. Well, I'm just putting it out there, Beyonce. This could You're be a missing fun- out. This could be a funny thing for you. Or what is it? The the Beyond Burger beyond meat? is yeah. missing out? Both of them are missing out. They yeah. don't know that they're missing each other right now, but when they both hear this, they'll both be like, oh my gosh, and then beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, beep, mm-hmm. boop. And then, it, of course, both lines are busy because they're both trying to call each other at the same time. Oh, right. It's one of beep, those beep. Oh. situational comedy yeah. moments. Mm-hmm. And then like maybe Jay-Z says something to Beyonce, and so she st- stops for a second, mm-hmm. and then the phone rings, and yeah. it's beyond. <gasps> and finally they meet. Finally gosh, they meet. we would be such good publishers. Or <sighs> publicitists. Publicity. Publicist. Publicist. There it yeah. is. You know the job. Yeah. That There's is. a joke in the comedy Bang Bang show mm-hmm. that uh, John Ralphio, mm-hmm. Ben Schwartz, mm-hmm. plays a publicist, but he can't say the word for whatever reason. So he's just a publicist. Yeah. It's a hard word. But it's always. Can you imagine doing a job that you don't know how to say out loud? Ugh. <laughs> I don't think you'd get into that field, right? At some point, you would just learn the word. <laughs> the bit with him was that he was always represent like. It'd be like, well, we have a famous guest on the show. Please welcome Will Smith to the show. And then Ben Schwartz would walk out. <laughs> and he was a guy who was Will Smith's publicist. Mm. But would th- he thinks it's more interesting to talk to the publicist than the star. 
pretty funny. Yeah. It's always pretty funny. I I feel like Ben Schwartz would be a good publicist. I bet he would. He'd be a good hype man. Yeah. He would make you seem more important than you ever could. Yeah, he would make you feel like the star. Ben, if you want to be our publicist. Oh, man. If you're listening, Mr. Mr. Schwartz, Mr. I should Schwartz. say. Mr. Schwartz. <laughs> Mr. Schwartz. Uh, I'm sure when you're not starring in Sonic the Hedgehog, you'll be very Calling excited. Any to day. Call us. And yeah represent us yeah please mm-hmm. please 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 <laughs> so when did we watch spongebob yeah uh that was pretty funny they have yeah. some solid jokes in there yeah you're saying that the episode we watched this morning is 20 years old about i think these episodes came out either 2000 or 2001 they don't feel 20 years old. no they the animation's not silly. bad either yeah it's really so the animation is interesting because it's like it's not trying to be pristine right yeah. like it the it's like trying to be animated and 2D at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like the the it's interesting. They the background, so like the setting is it feels very flat 2D yeah. and like no perspective at all. Sometimes they don't even finish. Like the nope. the the ocean is just like like yeah. blurry flowers or yeah. whatever. Like they don't care. They're just like we're talking about the story of the character and then the they put all of their animation powers into animating the sponge into different shapes and forms like he's super expressive yeah. like the eyes and he like will blow up when he's angry and get all like squished up when he's sick or whatever yeah they also do the thing that i think is very funny in animation when like the drawings are not like crude or anything but like a sort of rudimentary animation and then for whatever reason they will like zoom in on a character and it's hyper detailed yeah and like to the point where you see like whiskers on spongebob or like the details in his clothes Mm -hmm. i just i think that joke is it always makes me laugh yeah funny they um there's a lot of uh what is it called like Mm self-awareness like they know that they're being nonsensical like the fact that um you know, some of them f- wear full clothing. Yep. All of them walk on the ground, even though almost all of them are fish. Yep. Um, so you you don't really know that they're in water besides them saying that they're in water. Yeah. But then they, yeah, some of them, most of them wear clothes, but like the neighbor Squidward, Squidward. only wears a t-shirt, but mm-hmm. no pants. And then there's a joke in the one that we watched that... Where he gets cited he, for public nudity. Yeah, for like ripping his um, costume. S- costume off him while being mad. And yeah, he gets like a ticket for public nudity, which is like, but he wasn't wearing pants in the first <laughs> Right. <time>. <laughs> like, <laughs> but they know that. And then you pointed out that there's other moments. There's an episode where they yeah, they have a campfire going and one of them asks how there can be fire underwater and the fire immediately goes out. Yeah. Things like that where, yeah, they are the rules for them being underwater only seem to matter when they bring up that they're underwater. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like, yeah, they're walking. There are cars underwater. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's all over the place, which yeah. is great. Like, I, I'd rather... It's really funny. Like, they don't... They're not trying to tell this, like, wonderful, plausible story. No. They're just like, no, this is just, like, nonsense, silly stuff. Um, They... uh. Yeah, they do. They I have a vague memory that there's an episode where you see humans there, or our world, right? There's an episode where they SpongeBob, Patrick, Squidward, and Sandy, and Mr. Krabs, like the 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 underwater creatures are trying to d- tell Sandy that they're better than her because they're underwater creatures and she's an above water creature, mm-hmm. and so they have this trial of like what they're gonna do. 
And one of them is like, can, you know, cause she like takes her helmet off and she can only breathe for like seconds. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they, so in order to prove that they're better, they decide they're going to go above water. And when they do, there's this very funny side gag where I think SpongeBob goes up first. And instead of like an animated thing, it's just like a stick with a sponge on it. <laughs> like somebody clearly live moving action. it around. Yeah, live action sponge. And then for <laughs> each of them, it's the same thing. So like when Mr. Krabs goes up, it's like a fake crab on a stick and a fake starfish. And then for Squidward, for whatever reason, it's like a clay model of Squidward's face. <laughs> so you like it's almost like if you were to like dig deep. Yeah. Where it's not needed. You're like you're thinking that maybe the show is like a kid playing in a bathtub yeah, or something. Right. Or, yeah, like a, a beach where there's a bunch of toys that kids are telling stories with or something like yeah. that. Um, I love that. I love that random that random stuff. I feel mm-hmm. like Pixar has done that a couple times. Yeah. Like, not specifically this, but just like kind of take you out of the story just to like give you some like silly perspective on mm-hmm. the story, the original story they're trying to tell you. Yeah. And then just go back into the drama of the characters yeah. like randomly. That's so funny. I love that. Yeah. Um. Do you watch the show often now? No. Um. I think like every once in a while I'll put on like Nicktoons TV or something. There's a channel with just the cartoons from Nickelodeon on. Oh, okay. And I'll watch that from time to time. Or like this, for instance, is, on, is streaming on Prime. And so I'll watch like an episode maybe here or there, but not really that often. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did think about watching like Doug or Rugrats. Oh, These were things that were from like when I was younger, younger, not yeah, quite high school. True. And so I thought about maybe some of those because that was more the time. I mean, I was still watching cartoons when I was in high school. It's not kid ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was too grown up for that by then. Um but I did think about watching some of the younger ones, but I also don't know how readily available those are. Yeah. I and don't know. One, there's, there's a lot of cartoons that are not on... Streaming. Streaming, surprisingly Get enough, because people... Get around would, to it. Yeah. God. What's the, what's the one with the the people that sort of look like animals? Arthur? Oh, yeah. That one? Is mm-hmm. that one still airing? I think think maybe i feel I'm like people positive. reference arthur last year a whole bunch randomly and it made me think like is it coming back on tv why are people talking about arthur again well but, the the reason it got put in the cultural zeitgeist again i think was lebron james tweeted out a picture of there's like a famous meme of arthur like clenching his fist mm. and like just a shot of arthur's fist clenched on his side while he's angry while he's angry and mm-hmm. so lebron james famed basketball player like Instagrammed a photo of that. Oh, so then he came back into. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, and then what are they? They're, yeah, Rugrats. Uh, I watched a lot of um, uh, Recess. Mm-hmm. Not so much in high school. I, I it, it was. I think it was time. out when I was in high school. Yeah, so but, I was probably in middle school. Yeah, and it was. Those are the. Car- I didn't watch a lot of car- like French cartoons that much. But I, I, here, I would watch a lot of. There's way it felt like there were way more cartoons oh, here when I was a kid, and and I wasn't a huge cartoon kid. I just I I don't know. Mm-hmm. The shortness and silliness, even as it like as a angry teenager, <laughs> I was just like, I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> you would have loved Daria. 
I would have loved Darian, but I was slightly too young and it wasn't airing when I like, but my sister loved Daria and okay. my brother John loved Daria. So I, I knew that it existed, but I didn't have access to it at the time. And I, I, I kind of want to revisit it now as an adult. I, just, I don't know. I, it might feel like too angsty. Like now it's like a yeah. little too late. I don't know. Did you know Daria is a spinoff? A spinoff mm-hmm. of what? Beavis and Butthead. Her character originated mm-hmm. on Beavis and Butthead. Really? Yeah. It is the similar animation. Is it made by the same people? I think, I think they animated it differently when she did her own show, but mm. she did originate on Beavis and Butthead. Is this Fox? MTV. Oh, oh, yeah. Beavis and Butthead. Is that funny? Um, I bet it's not anymore. Mm-hmm. Now that I, like, uh, there was a... To me, it's in the same game as, like, King of the Hill. It's the same person who did King of the Hill. Oh, okay. It. So I'm not completely yeah. off beat here. Okay. Um, yeah, it was I. It was something I watched a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I think I did revisit a little bit as an adult and like figured out it's not as funny, but it still made me laugh. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. Ooh, you know what cartoon I loved as a teenager what? here was Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is so like... When I think about it, I'm like, that doesn't seem like something I would have liked. But for some reason, I just, they were, well, and they weren't like goody two shoes kids. No, they were like, they were bad boys. They were bad, like they're mean and they're, and, and one of them is complete dumbass. And all of them are dumbasses, but like one of them is like, it's like the, the hyenas yeah. in Lion King. It's one of the them same. is like overly an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Like wouldn't be able to survive on his own yeah 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 um should not be able to tie his own shoe he's so dumb yeah Yeah. um but yeah that that those cartoons i don't know i would have to revisit them yeah i guess maybe for another podcast you know i have one funny story about spongebob okay we head up our great um rating Uh uh-huh uh when i was in late middle school i think i was probably like 15 or something uh-huh. uh i came here one summer and um my dad was dating this person at the time uh who was living sandy with us. the squirrel <laughs> i wish <laughs> and i didn't i was probably a little younger than 15 because i didn't fully like english was not i wasn't bilingual yet and um the woman was from the south of the u.s uh-huh. so she had an accent and i at the time still now sometimes i have a hard time uh or i definitely had a really hard time understanding people that didn't speak like just your plain seattleite yeah no foreign accent no no like vernacular uh english and uh for some reason i think i we i went to the mall with her like to target or something and i pointed out I recognized SpongeBob on a thing uh-huh. and I just pointed it out like, Oh look, this is funny. Like, but because I'm like not communicating properly and she, she you also didn't understand what I was trying to say. And, and, and I was just pointing it out like, Hey, I recognize this. This is funny. Or we have this in France or something like that. And she was like, okay. And I think in her mind that meant I you wanted SpongeBob. loved yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants. Like I fucking loved the character. And then a week later she came back home it wasn't my birthday. It wasn't a cele- celebration. Uh, have I told you this story no. before? She just showed up a week later with a giant pinata uh-huh. shaped as Bob. Uh-huh. 
filled with candy and just give it to me. <laughs> like it was a gift. Uh-huh. Which is like so fucking odd. Like, I mean, it's not like... It's I like, think she was trying to be... I think she was just trying to relate and yeah. be really kind. But it, when you think about it, that's so fucking weird. It's. I mean, it's not like she threw you like a Spongebob party and like a Spongebob impersonator showed up. And no, but at least it would be appropriate to a celebration like a birthday. Is it, as opposed to like, just like, hey, it's Friday. Yeah. Here's a pinata for yourself by yourself. Right. And I was not going to have a party. I didn't have any kid friends like right. all the people I knew were adults and or basically my family so I just like punched open the <laughs> pinata on uh-huh. the side and dumped out all the candy and then ate it all <laughs> is that the saddest thing you've ever heard honestly that's the saddest thing, saddest thing. <laughs> it's the saddest thing I've heard today maybe. <laughs> anyway uh on my birthday, I'm thinking of you, teenage Liza, with teenage your teenage Liza and your SpongeBob your pinata, lonely pinata moment. Mm. <laughs> Who would have known? All these years later, you'd come back to SpongeBob and be able to tell this story on a podcast. It's so funny. Um. Anyway, if you're a, a an adult right now and you don't know how to interact with a child, don't, buy a don't give them like two pounds of candy for fucking nothing. Just throw them a SpongeBob party with a life-size SpongeBob. Yeah, even if they don't know who SpongeBob is. They'll love it. <laughs> um, what did you think about SpongeBob watching it today? I thought it was legit. Like, the jokes, I laughed. Yeah. The jokes are good. Um, the animation is interesting. I could. I don't know that I could binge it. I think mm-hmm. it's, it sounds really fun. Like if I had like a kid at my house or if I had my own kid or something, I think it'd be really fun to watch that in the morning with your kid because it's very, it has like poopy jokes or whatever. Yeah. So like your seven year old would be totally into it. But also as an adult, it's not completely like outrageous, boring, which some other like supposedly for kids stuff. Like, like if you watch like Thomas the Tank, mm-hmm. ugh, that shit is annoying as fuck yeah. as an adult but you're like kids love it so if you can find that in between where like both the kid is enjoying themselves and the parent mm-hmm. and you're not pulling the hair out of your face mm-hmm. that's a win yeah. um so yeah i liked it a lot i would give it a three and a half out of five that's fair that's fair I think you're right. I think the there are jokes in this show that like I don't think are funny to kids or kids even get. There was a, a joke in this one when SpongeBob has bad breath. He's like saying hi to everybody, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he says hi to one of the crossing guards, and the crossing guard like flees away in terror. And all of a sudden, there's kids crossing the street without a crossing guard, and you hear like a loud like crash noise. Mm-hmm. And the joke is, you're supposed to think that they were hit by a car. But because it's a march- of his bad breath. Because of his bad breath, but it's a marching band going around like hitting like cymbals and drums and stuff, like making the same noise. That's what they were saying. Yeah. I even got a little confused by that because it definitely sounded like a car crash. Right. But it's just like the boom, boom, And so it's just like that sort of joke is, I don't think a kid gets, but yeah. I think like as an adult, that's like a most, like an adult would either think that's funny or be like, wow, that's pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think there is stuff in this show for adults that kids don't necessarily appreciate or get. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a, a three and a half out of five. Yeah, too. yeah. <gasps> Boy, yeah. same rating. What? Same rating alert. <laughs> we need a, a jingle for that. Mm, same rating alert. 
<laughs> I'll think about it. Yeah. Okay. In the meantime, we do have a jingle for this this baby segment. this baby. surprise the prize fernando <laughs> yes fernando um i have a surprise prize this time okay. for you and Andrew. my surprise prizes are dilemma <gasps> or a a backwards question okay <laughs> you right. know how people always say like oh if i could go back in time and tell my young self this or like yeah, like if I could, if I could tell my young self, like, I don't know, think like that or remember this or like the answer to this question, whatever. I don't want to do that. You know how people do that all the yeah. time? I want to ask you instead something that you thought of or thought about or how you thought of something as a teenager um, it can be like super abstract or very concrete, like whatever. Okay. And that now as an adult, like 10 plus years later, you're thinking like, I was right. Oh, I was right. Yeah. <sighs> Wowie. Or like something you haven't really like, maybe like some people like you quote unquote grow out of it or, or they think of very differently when they grow up. But mm-hmm. they, like now... But you're like, no, this is still how I feel. I think the the one of the the thing that comes to mind is like people would tell me, especially adults, um, not like don't get too attached to the friends you have because you'll mm. have different friends when you're an adult. Not not that anybody explicitly said that, but kind of that idea that you'll have different friends when you're older mm-hmm. than when you than you do now. And certainly, I have different friends but i i still am friends with the people i was friends with in high school yeah and so like i think it's a it's sort of a like a cliche in movies that like the group hasn't seen each other in 10 years and they're getting back together for one big ride you know or something Mm -hmm. like that and certainly there's different differing levels of like communication that we all have with each other we don't see each other obviously as much because we're not going to school every day with Mm -hmm. each other but, like, I still have pretty good relationships with, like, the people I was, like, really close with in high school. So, I think the idea that, like, these will be my friends, turns out I was fucking right. And all those adults were dipshits. <laughs> but you worked at that. You've put effort into keeping friends. Yeah, and I... I you're, go- you're good at that. There's certainly, like, say. there are people that I wish I kept in contact with a little better, um... But yeah, I, I think like that's that's one thing that I'm again. I, it's not even something that I was like. I'm sure I'm gonna be friends with these people for the rest of my life. But like, there was always that feeling that these are your high school friends, and then you'll meet your adult friends when you're an adult or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. So that's the thing that comes to mind the most. I don't know if that quite. No, that's a, that's perfect. That's a perfect answer. What about Honestly, you? Honestly, I don't know that I have an answer for me. I this just, is your I question. I know, but I was 
was curious to see what you would come up with. I, um, there's a lot of things like for me, it's, I see it also as like, when I was thinking over the question, I was, the answer that I would have for me is more to do with like how I see things and like the things that, um, make me like angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I've talked before about like how angry of a kid I felt. Sure. Um, and I and I don't know that it's perceived like that. Like I don't know that everyone saw me as an angry kid. I just felt angry when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And um and I don't feel like that anymore. But there are things that I still like that bub like make me bubble. And yeah. I don't th- and it just makes me think like I it's made me come to peace with it as an adult. Because it, when I was a kid, I was like, I'm not, I feel very angry about this thing, but I don't think I'm supposed to feel angry. So like that dilemma, like I always um, had issues with people, like, like authority figures, like teachers or like people telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. I I had terrible authority issues. Well, good thing you grew out of that. (laughs) And you're saying that because you know that I still have that. What? No, what? <laughs> I I think I've gone better in terms of like just staying as diplomatic as I can. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just... And like it depends. Like at work, I'm much more likely to like let, like tell me if, if, if I feel like the person is actually like in charge, mm-hmm. they have the title and they have the like expertise to be in charge. And they should be in charge. Then they should be in charge. And then that means, like, if I don't know better, then they should tell me what to do. Um, but then sometimes that's not the case. And I still feel the same. I deal with it differently. But I, it just makes me come at peace that it's, like, not... It's probably not something I'll ever shake off. And I'm trying to be okay with that. Yeah. Like, it's, like, that's just part of my personality. I think now that you bring that up, like, as a as a as a young boy um as a, I, wee, lad. As a wee lad um certainly i had issues with depression when i was younger mm-hmm. and i think that especially then the prevailing like thing was people would tell you oh you'll grow out of it you know like this won't mean as much to you someday or yeah like, you're just young and this is and like there are things that i'm not saying that they bother me in the same way today as they did then but like certainly I still feel that way about certain things or even new things. And I think like, you know, we're not doing the, if you could tell yourself one thing, but like, I think I was, I was correct in feeling the way that I did Yeah. back then, even though everybody's telling me, Oh, you'll get over it. You're, you know, whatever you're just feeling this way today. And, you know, to, to now be an adult and still, you know, be able to like, right. Still have those feelings and still feel pretty, down or something about something that feels kind of trivial in the moment or when you look back and it feel trivial um you know as an adult to still feel those things it kind of validates how i was feeling as a kid right exactly which makes me think like maybe we shouldn't it seems like it is part of society that like adults tell kids and teenagers like yes or no on their feelings right like your feeling is a is valid or your feeling is not it's valid, tough. which I think yeah. is like, I think that's a, that's a, that's 
that might not be what we should be doing. May not be the healthiest thing. Yeah. But also at the same time, I think like as an adult, I'm able to sort of compartmentalize and realize that this is a feeling that will hopefully subside at some point. And when right. you're a kid, it may feel, you know, like you're young and you feel things much more. Right. Um, because you, you also don't have control more. about right. um, over a lot of things. And, and so, so it may can't... feel like the whole world is attached to this one feeling. Yeah. And so the idea that, you know, like I, I, like I said, now I can compartmentalize and say like, whoa, this feeling is hopefully going to be fleeting mm-hmm. versus when you're a kid, you're just like, this may be the rest of my life. This yeah. could be, you know, I could forever. feel this way forever. And so maybe there is something to, you know, our parents saying like, hey, it's just a feeling, you know, this will pass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but maybe being a little nuts and I'm not passing this on to my parents saying that they were not understanding or that no. adults in my life were not understanding. But maybe now that as a as adults now, we can be a generation who says to these to the, our youngsters, mm-hmm. you know, these youths, these darn kids um, that, you know, you're right to feel the way you're feeling. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, like, just just hang on. You yeah. Know, like. Uh, you'll feel differently s- soon. Yeah, or or you will. Yeah, the the feeling may still be there, but it will be more informed, right? Which I think is important. Yeah. Anyway, thanks good for, question. Thanks for uh, staying honest. Wow. I just felt like being real, you know. Whoa! Hey, <laughs> we got real, real. <laughs> um. Anyways, I think that'll do it for us. Liza, you got some birthday things to attend to? Yeah, I gotta get the fuck out of here. You gotta get the fuck out of here. Treat myself. Treat yourself. Uh, so treat yourselves by liking our podcast. Nice segue. Uh, Facebook and Instagram. You can follow us on there at Throwback to School and go to the website, goodtalkstudio.com and you can write us a review or an email and go to the Apple Podcast and write us a review there and uh, we love you so much. We love you we so love much. You. Thank and you so much for your constant support. Thanks so much. And I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.